Today's episode is brought to you by Daisy LA. Daisy LA is a female-owned clothing and home decor company that strives to empower women to express themselves freely. Every single Daisy LA design has been thoughtfully and carefully designed by awesome feminist women for awesome feminist women. I recently ordered the cutest poster for my daughter's room that says Brave Babe on it, and I'm so excited for it to arrive, and I'm just going to hang it up with pride. For 10% off of your first purchase, go to daisyla.com and use our promo code I just want to chat. Again, that's daisyla, D-A-Z-E-Y-L-A, Dot com and use promo code I just want to chat for 10% off your first purchase. Hi everyone, welcome to today's episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I'm Mary and guys, we have a really good show today. I really truly mean it. I was able to talk to Michelle Burnett Bagby and we talked about everything that happened on last night's episode of The Bachelorette. Mainly just how in love I am with Tyler C. It's almost kind of uncomfortable how passionate I am about him. Um, but also, I still love Peter and I still love Jed and... My love, luckily, has not been outweighed by my hate for Luke P and my annoyance by this whole Luke P, Luke S, whatever we have to watch every week. Um, so stay tuned. There's a lot to chat about. It's a long episode, but it's really funny because Michelle is a delight. So stay tuned. It's a good one. All right, everybody. I'm so excited. And again, I say that every week, but I am talking today with not only somebody who is very near and dear to my heart, but an actual celebrity. Michelle Burnett Bagby of the Honeymoon Always blog. And not only does she run a very prestigious, very um, fancy travel blog with her husband and goes to many fancy places such as Brazil and Denver, but (laughs) Michelle was just recently touched by an angel virtually. I was. Michelle, tell them what happened. I was. So um, my work... Um, I work tangentially for Amazon, if you're familiar, um, through oh, Whole never. Foods. Yeah, there's, a, there's this company <laughs> called Amazon. Um, I work for uh, Whole Foods Global Headquarters, and we, that's actually where I'm coming to you live from at this moment, if that adds a little bit of clout. Very cool. It does. Um, but anyway, they sponsored an Amazon movie premiere of Mindy Kaling's new movie, Late Night. And I like genuinely 100% absolutely loved it, filled my heart, was a dream. They recommended that we tweet about it. And I was like, 100% yes. So I did. And then my new wife, Mindy Kaling, tweeted back three hearts Your and close retweeted my post. Yes. Retweeted you. Yes. Yeah, we're like really close now. So can we, if she's endorsed those words, can we just go out on a limb and say, that she is going to endorse this entire entire Bachelor recap podcast and everything that you say? Absolutely. I think without a doubt. Because, I mean, if she didn't no... support you, she would never publicly back you in the way that she has. No, she's not a fake friend. No, not She at all. supports me 100%. And I support her. This is just what friendship looks like. Yeah, it's just mutual, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. To, to her, I've, or to you, I bet you she's not even Mindy Kaling. She's just Mindy. Oh, no. I call yeah. her Min sometimes. Like, hey, yeah. Min. Min. Yeah. Yeah, I I get it. I get it. I've had friends before. Um, <laughs> you, basically, and um, that's that's about it. Um, anyway, but we have a lot to chat about today. Michelle, I'm not going to let you correct me if you think I'm wrong. I just need you to absorb the sentence that I'm going to say. This is the best bachelorette or bachelor season since Caitlin Bristow's. No, I'm with you uh, that 100%. Is, it's not up for debate. No, it's not up for debate. This is similarly to how I feel about Mindy Kaling's movie. <laughs> it it is not back. up for debate. Yes. Yes. It, every point I make is coming back to Mindy Kaling, by the way. Um, but no, I, I 100% agree. And I I sensed this coming because she's such an endearing person. Hannah G. Hannah. Hannah. B. Oh, shoot. Hannah. We'll just call her Hannah. Um, she is such an open and endearing person plus she's really coming into her own and standing up for herself in ways that I wish I had done and so I'm just cheering for her the whole way as she's being vulnerable and as she's being a strong confident woman like 100% obsessed Mm -hmm. I think it's it's she's amazing I'm very proud of her we're also very good I mean I don't think there was a single soul that was excited about the season like I gotta be honest though I think I was Really? Because, like, after the final yes. rose and everything? Like, I knew I was going to watch it, and I knew that there would be parts that I, I would enjoy. But, like, I mean, when Nick was announced as The Bachelor, I was so excited. Like, he was, like, a lead that I could really get behind. 
when Gosh, um, when Rachel was, was announced, I was so excited. Like she was a lead that I could like really really get behind. I was so excited about her. Colton, I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever heard this, but like I really <laughs> don't like him that much. Um, <laughs> and like Ari, like I listened to my podcast from long ago. The who is Ari Dyke Jr. emergency podcast, like, in the morning <laughs> that they announced him. Um, I was just, like, so not excited. And similar, similarly, I was not excited for Hannah B. But I think that what's made this so great is that she surprised us at, like, every turn. Um, and we'll talk about this later, but I think that, like, her personality seems authentic and not in the, like, the Jennifer Lawrence, like, I'm a cool girl. I eat pizza. I fart sometimes, like type of like relatable. Um, Cause I feel like what Hannah does could easily come across as that, but I don't know. Like it all just really does see, seem like authentic. I love how she handles conflict. I love it. Yeah. I think that the reason that I've been on board with her as a lead for mm-hmm. so long is because, and, and I will say I'm tooting my own horn at being ahead of the curve here. Cause I know she was not a popular pick, but she, is most of us girls she just happens to be stunningly gorgeous like she is she doesn't really think of herself as that great Mm -hmm. and she's learning to think of herself as that great but not in the way that like she's so gorgeous and she's earned any sort of respect but just that self-worth that she's growing as we watch her and I'm I'm really into them like I, I think we all myself specifically like I see myself as that the the earlier versions haven't quite gotten to the current version. Of yeah. wait, wait, wait one sec. All right, guys. Sorry about that. Sorry about the jump cut. I was very fancy and I hired a very fancy babysitter for my children. <laughs> I hired like one of the twelve year olds that uh, I work with at church um, to come and hang out with my kids while I record this very fancy podcast. So anyway, we love Hannah B. I'm behind her, one hundred percent. Yes, yes, that's all. I yes. think that was yeah, just the, the rant yeah. that I was on. I love her and I'm so proud of her. And I, I appreciate that she is really taking time to to consider how she feels with everything. Like yes. as compared to other people, like I, she actually reminds me a bit more of Ben Higgins mm-hmm. in the way that she is so sincere and open and genuinely considering everyone. And there's not a lot of like self-servingness yeah. in there. There's not a lot of ego in there. And I, I really appreciate that. And... Another thing about this the season that I love is I I feel like every previous season in the last little while there's been such a clear front runner. There's not a clear front runner this time. So it makes it really exciting. I've been able to remain spoiler free, which has been awesome. Um That's impressive. There is only one clear villain. <laughs> Which is good. Like it reminds me of Ben's season where like Olivia Caridi was the villain. Other than yeah. Olivia, there were no villains, you know? So it was all just kind of centered around her. Where like mm-hmm. last season we had like a bunch of like little mini villains. Like this I feel like they like really went back to basics this season and like <laughs> made it so good. Um Alright, so let's hop into the episode. We start off at the mansion and we just had to have like one more cam talk in the moral of the story is like nobody is surprised that cam is gone um but then chris comes in for his uh pre-travel powwow and he uh he talks about hannah how hannah handles her own and this is kind of like what i was talking about earlier like i love how hannah um handles conflict i feel like when we would watch like jojo or rachel or even like becca sometimes like when things would happen especially like it, like it sticks in my mind with Jojo. It'd be like, I don't, what am I going to do? Or like, I have so many hard decisions to make and this kind of stuff. Like once like something is brought to Hannah's attention, she's like, all right, let's fix it. Like, let's get them out. Let's talk. Like she's, she's not wasting really, her time. She's really fair about it too. Yeah. Like, and not in a, like, I don't know. It just feels a lot less like gossipy. It mm-hmm. just feels like, Hey, just tell me what's going on here. I'm like, let's get you two in a room. Yeah. You talk to, you talk in front of me. Like, and, I think that she's also awesome at establishing boundaries. Yeah. Like when when some oh my guy gosh, the way she's coming talking on, to Luke. When some guy's coming on too strong or when she doesn't approve of something or whatever, she says, Hey, here's exactly where I'm at. This is where I need you to be, or else we need to not interact at all. Like Yeah. I love her. I love her. This is such a good season. Okay. 
it is. And the other thing that's impressive about that is I think as viewers, we often want her to tick, to say, okay, you're out of here. Like I've got Mm -hmm. 20 other men. Don't waste my time. Leave right now. But instead of doing that, she's like, Hey, I care about you, but like you need to pull it together. And here's exactly how you need to pull it together. Mm -hmm. So she's giving them extra chances. um, But being very clear about her expectations was just, just beautiful. So good. Exactly. But yeah, so Chris kind of commented on that too. Um, and then he announces that they're going to Rhode Island, Newport, Rhode Island. Um, <laughs> and so they travel there. Lots of product placement. Lots of product placement this whole episode. We'll get oh, to my gosh. It later. You... Okay, good. Okay, we'll get good. to the, the uh, fake ice cream Halo there. top? Yeah, yeah. But, like, the product placement for this hotel was also everywhere. And I know that they <laughs> normally do a little bit because they do everything, like, on trade. But this was, like, a little... It felt like they made a contract to leave the camera on the name of the hotel for exactly like six or seven seconds, where normally it would just be like two or three seconds. Mm -hmm. It felt too long. The scene had already started and they were still looking at the hotel. I can't even remember, like the galley or something. Sure. Um, Whatever. Like, all I know is that it's probably like too expensive for me to stay there if I ever (laughs) find myself in Newport, Rhode Island. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so the first date card comes and it goes to Jed. Finally. I love Jed. How do you feel about Jed? I also love Jed. I love Jed. Um, but if we, I, like, I, I wrote notes too. I tried mm-hmm. to take a note out of your book um, and, and wrote notes. And my first, the first thing I wrote about the whole night was that they tried to make walking into that Celtics arena a super epic moment. And I was completely underwhelmed. Yeah. Well, because they I, weren't, they weren't at the arena. They were at like the practice yeah, it just the music was court. so grand, and then he's flipping out like, "Oh, this is the coolest thing ever," mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Is it though?" I mean, I guess if like you are a basketball fan, but liking sports is something that's like so out of my like my, <laughs> Maybe that's my being. Problem. That, like being passionate about any kind of sport is just something that I just cannot relate to on any level. <laughs> but so, sometimes when they go to like football arenas, it's like a huge arena or yeah. like. You know, they, they do these things that, like, really are impressive or expansive. And this was, like, could have been a high school gym. And I would have been, like, okay. Like, that's like, fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So when Jed gets the date card, he says, to all of the guys, these words. Are you there? Yeah. Um, there's a train somewhere nearby. Where do we think that the train is going? Um, You know what? I don't know. Is it a cargo train? Is it a person frame oh i don't know i can't really see it i'm on the sixth floor of whole foods market headquarters i hope none of my employers are listening to this podcast at the moment i don't know it's pretty it's pretty uh popular anyway he says these words to the men he says if i had a tail i'd wag it nope 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 oh nope 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 who says that that like i was all in on jed and then he said that i'm like no I think I missed that and I'm maybe I just blacked it out because that's yeah, weird like sometimes the brain has like special ways to protect us from trauma <laughs> as I've as I learned from Lady Gaga in that infamous Colbert Report uh interview mm-hmm. um or I guess it was Stephen Colbert he doesn't do Colbert Report anymore but I, the brain can block out trauma so that's probably why you why you forgot that I think that's it Oof. yeah um so they go to boston and they're walking around boston and did you notice that they had i need to look up where this band is from i think that they were playing like a instrumental version of all the small things by blink 182 no how did i miss where i'm I'm googling it (laughs) where is blink 182 from no, they're from Poway, California. Uh, it would make no sense. Okay, if it wasn't, if it wasn't um, all the small things, it was something that Blink One Eighty Two could sue over. <laughs> like <laughs> it, it was like, like it was the elevator Muzak version to avoid copyright of all the small things <laughs> in the background. It was very just a weird choice all around. Um, but then this is also when we found out that somebody who was in the running to become Miss USA, did not know the term, no taxation without representation. Oh, a term that was that a I rough one. I think that we learned in fourth grade, right? Fourth grade is American history year, right? Yes, but she's out of context. I I have to 
I don't know. Do I give her a benefit of the doubt on this one? I don't know. I just feel like that's one of those terms where even if you can't tell me the events of the Boston Tea Party, I couldn't really tell you the events of the Boston Tea Party without like thinking about it. Like if someone quizzed me. That's I, a good point. But, I could come up with that phrase. But yeah, I, but like I if don't... there was like a Jeopardy question where it's like, <laughs> in Boston, this famous whatever like see like i can't even recant like the, the details of what happened at the boston tea party but if somebody was like okay what happened in boston revolutionary war give me a phrase i go oh no taxation without representation right and they go yes okay you have lived in america before okay. <laughs> um but yeah so now they have uh one of those let's let's explore boston dates which are kind of my favorite um oh yeah i feel like that's like where they get to know each other the most those would be like my dream dates. Those are my like, I don't know. Like I would love it. Those are dream like positive dates. But I have to say, I think the actual like in this world, the most intimate date was the one where she was sick and he came oh, over. Oh yeah. Well, as a contestant, that's that's the golden hour right there. That's what you want. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. But in real life, and as a very famous travel blogger, I could say oh, exploring oh, yes. the city dates are are two thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Um, okay, and then, guys, Hannah is so cute. I loved the making up facts about America game. I was so happy that it wasn't a blooper. Like, I thought that they would have left that as a blooper for sure. I think that just kind of showed off, like, how cute and fun she is and kind of confirmed that this whole quirky thing isn't, oh, my goodness, I sound like Ari from, like, last <laughs> quirky. Uh, but, like, it shows that Hannah's whole, like, unique thing uh, isn't an act. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I thought it was really endearing and really like just her being stupid fun and not worrying about looking like anything like she did with Colton where she was worried about looking perfect. And here she's just like, I'm going to make crap up. I love it. I love it. I love it. But yeah, they really do have like the cutest date. Um, Hannah said in an ITM, she said, we're just two Southern people joining together in love to love on America in Boston. (laughs) I'm I'm going to San Diego this weekend, um, and I know very fancy. I'm technically going to La Jolla, a very fancy Ooh. place. Um, but like we're staying outside of La Jolla at a cheap hotel, and then we will transport <laughs> our cheap bodies over to the fancy town. Um, <laughs> but I really want to, uh, I really want to make that an Instagram caption of me and Alex, <laughs> and see if anybody picks up on it to say. We're just two Las Vegas people joining together in love to love on America in San Diego. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna do it, and I need to see if anybody picks up on it. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you. Um. Anyway, uh, but then this is also when we got the least subtle Halo Top product placement of all. Oh time. my gosh! Uh, my note was: Did you know this episode was sponsored by Halo Top? But then. I was actually, like, at first I was hating, because I'm not a Nick Vial fan, like, not, not. But that was actually kind of a funny commercial, so. Wait, what? The commercial. Did you see the commercial, the Halo Top commercial after the, the Oh, no, I just watched on Hulu. Oh, yeah. So after that played in real time, they played a Halo Top commercial where he shows up, and there's these two kids, and they're like, I'm going to probably butcher the the premise, but it was it was basically funny, and they were like, it was basically funny. It was it was actually funny. And as a person who does not favor Nick Vial, I was like, oh, okay. It was basically about him being a curmudgeon about love, but he was eating Halo Top. So okay, I'll need to watch it because I I do like Nick. I think that he's like very full of himself, um, like very like obsessed with talking about himself and his experience and whatnot. But I mean, so am I. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll have to look it up. But yeah, this was like the worst product placement I think of all time. Um, Where they stared at the cart, yeah. Yeah, like just for too long. Like there were easier ways that they could have done that. They could have had them sit in a seat and have the cart in the background mm-hmm. and still in focus or something. Like they could have given us anything except for the like the, <laughs> the Curb Your Enthusiasm, like the, I can't remember the theme song, so I can't hum it, but, <laughs> but like the womp womp, like, okay, mm-hmm. you guys are all being played right now. I hope you all know that like even if you don't pay for commercials on Hulu, you're still getting a commercial. Want some Halo Top? And also, like, I mean, I guess that this is just a bigger conversation in general about advertising. But when I see things like that, I'm never like, I need some Halo Top. It didn't tell me what it was. Like, I mean, like, you know what it 
like you know that it's ice cream. They didn't talk about. I mean, if we're just going off of flavor, no one's reaching for a Halo top. Uh, uh, over okay, over like another thing in the ice cream aisle. For flavor exclusively, no. But for those of us who I know, are but for those of trying you that are trying like, to do, but they didn't talk about the benefits of eating Halo Top. But I don't think that any like I think most people know about Halo Top, especially in the Venn diagram of fans of The Bachelor and fans of Halo Top. Well, like like it's almost it a complete circle. It wasn't a successful thing. Like Hannah could have even said, "Well, I don't know if I would have liked this because it would have promoted like some like gross deity, whatever." But she could have been like, "Oh." There's still something else because this, this is basically air. This isn't like that normal ice cream garbage that I eat. Because, um, like, they were just talking about how yummy the ice cream is. And it's like, if I'm in the ice cream aisle and I'm ba- basing it off of flavor, first of all, I'm just going to get an ice cream sandwich probably. That's been, like, my jam lately. But, like, I'm going to get, like, some Briars or some Ben and Jerry's or something. So it wasn't successful product placement, but here we are. We just gave them like four more minutes. So we did. I will send them an invoice. Um, (laughs) Anyway, but now they go to the Boston Celtics practice center. And um, this isn't where in my notes I made an interesting note where I said they're playing basketball and I'm going to call it. I think she's picking Jed, a statement that I will recant later um, (laughs) or I will uh, renege on later. Um, I do think that he'll be in the top two, though. Maybe he will win. But I don't. That's a bold statement. That's, he, he is in my top three. And He's I want you to be three. proud of me. Because every time I talk with you, you always ask who my top three are. And I have never had an opinion. And I finally have an opinion. Okay. I so. can't wait to hear. But we'll have to wait until, like, later. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not have to. I mean, like, nothing bad is going to happen. Like, if you, <laughs> like, tell me your top three right now. But we have to, like, leave the element of surprise. Even though it's very clear who the top three is like the winner the winner the winner is not clear oh yeah you were proud of yourself for a second i was like anyone with half a brain anyone in the english speaking speaking i never i never know who their front runners are like i'm I'm, i never do so the fact that i even have like come up with some idea of who they might be is like stunning fantastic oh my goodness anyway but yeah i wrote my notes i'm gonna call it i think she's picking jed and that might be true but it might not be Anyway, and then she, they're playing basketball, and then she has some weird one-on-one time with one of the basketball players. <laughs> it was so funny to me. Do they have any, like, prior history? Why is she going to have her love advice? They do that with a lot of the guests. You know, where, like... Yeah, but, like, this just seemed like such a out-of-left-field one. Like, sometimes it's, like, an actor or, like, I think somebody the with some was kind of they context... Didn't... They didn't, re- yeah, they didn't give any context, I think was yeah. the problem. Where usually they'll interview them for, like, they get, like, a standalone with that person. Mm-hmm. And you get a little, you know, a little uh, acquaintancing with that person before you hear them talking to each other. Yeah. But this one just was kind of like, oh, and now they're friends. Okay. It was well. very strange. I yeah. Don't, it was weird. But, um, yeah, it was so funny to me. Like, it, as far as we know, they have no prior history. It would have been, like... <laughs> Like, maybe that was, like, an Easter egg for, like, real Hannah B fans. Like, maybe they, like, <laughs> went to college together or something. But Maybe he, like, emceed one of her pageants or something. Maybe. Maybe he's a basketball player slash MC. Yeah. Um, a very lucrative career. Because he probably yeah. needs the MC side job because basketball, there's no money in that. No. Yeah, yeah there's no money in that. Um, back at the mansion, uh, Luke says, like, another just, like, here's the deal. There are things about Luke P that are horrifying you know like you watch mm-hmm. him and you go yikes if he was dating my sister i would help my sister move out of the uh out of the <laughs> town i would say hey sister this doesn't seem safe let's come up with a plan and get you out but then he so he does those outrageous things where you're like how can we get hannah be an escape plan but then he says like these subtle things that like seem almost innocent enough where if like maybe somebody like like if jed had said one of these things i'd go like kind of weird jed but with luke it's like all the more menacing and he says i'm hungry for my one-on-one and he like emphasized my so like harshly like like just like if words can punch the other guys in the face like (laughs) that's what he was trying to do 
But then, yeah, I usually give a lot of guys like the benefit of the edit, mm-hmm. but this one, like he has this weird blank stare that makes everything that he says like mm-hmm. creepy AF. And he's been, you know that like, yeah, his emotions are like over the top and overboard, mm-hmm. but like he's legitimately unhinged. And then, and so then when he says these types of like maybe almost normal things, you're just like, yeah. oh, he's going to eat me. Like, <laughs> yes. Okay. There's a conversation to be had here. It's easy to write off any villain or anything as someone who's just not there for the right reasons, you know? Mm-hmm. 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 Do we actually think that he's there for the wrong reasons? At first, like, the things that he was saying were like, whoa, you're saying that you're in love with her, like, on week two, just so you could keep getting ahead? You're there for the wrong reasons. But the more, like, he talks, it's crazy. And a lot of the things are lies. But I don't think that he's there. Like, I think that he truly believes that, like, Hannah is his to win. And he wants to be with her. Yeah, no. So and I th- I'm sure that there's some crazy in his mind that led him to that point. But when he does talk and when he says, like, I'm hungry for my one on one, me and Hannah have such a big connection, like, whatever. Like, I believe that he does believe these things and it's not just an act. Yeah, no, I think there is uh, there's there's a group like a part of it where he's worked her up in his mind before he showed up. He's also egotistical enough to believe that he um, deserves her. He's also insecure enough to like be obsessed with the fact that he has to win. Yes. Whereas like a, a more stable man would be aware of the fact that he may not be the only one and be aware of the fact that other men are establishing uh, relationships and that even entertain the possibility that he may not actually want her once he gets to know her. Like all of these things are more normal. And what he's kind of this like toxic uh, trio of like egotistical insecure. And he's just like in his head about all of it. Um, So I, I don't know. I don't think he's there for the wrong reasons. And in fact, I also would argue that as Jed revealed, he indicated that some might be able to accuse him of being there for the wrong reasons, Mm -hmm. but I don't think that he is. Well, yeah, let's, let's hop ahead to that because that's what we were about to talk about next. So Jed does something that has never been done before on the show. (laughs) He said that he came for the wrong reasons. Of course, like those weren't the words, but he said, I came because music is a big part of my life. And I thought that this would be a good platform for my music. And I say this a million times, anybody that goes on there thinking that they're 100% going to fall in love and like they're going on the show because they think that this is like their only chance at love is crazy. I trust a wrong reasons person a million times more than I trust someone that thinks that they're there like only to fall in love. Thank you. Blind no, to because the opportunity. It, is, it is completely, yes, you cannot be blind to the opportunity. Yeah. It's, and I think Connor actually, or, uh, What's the dude? Oh, shoot. The dude from last year. I can't remember his name. Col- What's his name? The Bachelor. Colton? There it is. Oh, my gosh. Colton. I tried to it too, that trauma thing. <laughs> Colton admitted in a podcast about, he's like, you, you have to be stupid to not acknowledge that this could open doors for you. And that this, it, it, you know, even if you don't find love, there's a myriad of other very positive things that could happen that potentially could outweigh the risks of going on national television and having an edit make your life really difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I agree with you. I think you like, I would trust a person who comes in for, like eyes wide open as yeah. compared to someone who potentially even like Luke, like I don't, I don't know what Luke is trying to do if he's trying to make anything of this. He came on like hawk-eyed for, for Hannah and mm-hmm. it's too much. Yeah. So I, and there is like a little bit of an aspect that I got where Jed maybe wasn't being forthcoming on his own because he wanted to be so honest with Hannah and I really do like Jed, but I'm sure that there was a big aspect of I got to beat someone to it before I get accused of being here for the wrong reasons. I got to say it first or like before something or maybe production kind of steered him in that direction where they're like, hey, we're really thinking that you're a big contender here. We really think that you're going to make it far. You need to have this conversation with her now before reality Steve gets some tip from <laughs> some person and ruins the season. You know, that that could that is probably what happened. Yeah. However, I would also say that this is his token of vulnerability. Like he's laying out all mm-hmm. his cards here, whereas other people like he I don't know that he had other cards to and play. I think, he's not. And I think that he's one of the most genuine people there. 
like the season. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. when he talks, how he handled like the massage thing from two weeks ago. Ever since then, I'm like, he's a sensible guy who's just along for the ride. He's going to see if he falls in love or not. Like, I feel like that's how I want all these contestants to be. And it's yeah. not like he's walking around everywhere with his guitar singing and that kind of stuff. Like a like the James Taylor guy from JoJo season. Mm-hmm. Um, or like a Waboom or Blake the mm-hmm. Model or something. Um, just... You were bringing them back yeah. up. I had forgotten about all of these people. I mean, imagine if I used any amount of my brain power for <laughs> literally anything else. Um, <laughs> like, I forgot to bring, like, shoes to the store the other day for my toddler. I got out of the car, and I'm like, oh, wait. We need shoes to go somewhere, Mary. Um, so imagine if I just used any of my brain space to remember <laughs> things like, you know, footwear for my kid. Um what could I accomplish? I'd be too powerful. I'd be too powerful. That's why God made me this way. Um, anyway, so when Jed tells her that, it gave Hannah, like, she skipped a beat, you know. Um, it gave Hannah some pause, as in, uh, uh, what's called, like they say in Big Little Lies. Where it's, have you watched Big Little Lies? Please tell me. Yes. I have not. It's on my list. Okay, like, stop recording right now, like, and go watch Big Little Lies. <laughs> the season two airs on Sunday. And this is this is a natural good segue. Guys, I'm going to be doing a Big Little Lies recap podcast every week. It's just a passion project of mine because I love it so much. I'm, like, not even going to put ads on it. Like, I'm, like, not going to, like, put, like, ad placement. I'm not going to do any of that stuff. I just want to talk about Big Little Lies every episode, like, after it happens. I don't even think I'll take notes. I'm just going to watch the episode, enjoy it for what it is, and then in my excitement after, which I know that I'm going to be so excited, um, even if it sucks, like, I'm still going to want to chat about it. Um, I'm just going to, like, hit record and go. So look Beautiful. And then it's going to be up literally, like, right after it airs. So look forward to that afterwards. Anyway, but there's an infamous quote. Or an infamous scene in Big Little Lies where Reese Witherspoon is very troubled by something. And she goes, I'm not going to lie. It gives me pause. And I think that's how Hannah acted. So if ever, if anybody knows the reference, that's what I'm referencing right now. <laughs> Hannah was Reese Witherspoon in Big Little Lies after Jane told her about the gun. That's all. Okay. Thank you. Back to the show. But Hannah got over it. Um, they But they settled whatever problem it was. And then he's getting the big time magic music. And I think that maybe I do think that he's the winner. Maybe. Definitely top three. Anyway, it's rugby time. It's a recipe for di- for disaster already. Okay, here was my issue, my core issue at the beginning of this group date is that Hannah goes on about how I want a manly man. Mm-hmm. And what that means is this like blood, sweat, and tears. And immediately I thought, could they have done this? on a season of The Bachelor with women. And what would it have been? I want a very feminine woman. And what would the activity have been if if the, he had wanted that? And like would the that have been acceptable? would have had to be like makeup lessons or something. Or right. Like, like what, yeah. what would it have been? And I, it just really bothered me that this is the idea of a masculine man when like, I'm sorry, like for me, like, uh, like, there, there's there's a very like fine line between like grunty masculine and like toxic masculinity and like I don't mind if you're into sports and you you like the physical like el- element of it but like that actually doesn't tell you anything yeah. about anything and in fact often indicates that there's a problem and so like, the coach really amped up for them that it's a violent game yeah like, so I feel like of course the producer the producers of the show will always say like we don't want anyone to get hurt they put big things in place so nobody will ever get hurt but like they were hoping for it you know like they were hoping That's... that there'd be some contact um yeah and i think they're trying to up the testosterone and especially with this group like there there are some athletes in the group mm-hmm. but like it's only the people who like can't really like properly regulate their emotions luke yeah. who yes. become an issue exactly but yeah um so it's game time. We get some cute uh, Jean-Paul John, Jean-Paul John, Jean Valjean moments. <laughs> um, some cute uh, JPJ moments. Before we the also game, got and I actually think that I love him. Of... Sorry, you love him? Yeah. 
not like in love with him like i am with like jed peter and tyler c but i like he's not one of those annoying uh throwaway characters that we normally have in the show mm-hmm. in this place where i'm just waiting for him to go home where i'm like okay any week now she's just gonna throw him away whatever like i enjoy him being around he is a good extra character to have around yes um i will say i noticed the editors um more prominently when we saw a slow-mo footage of luke spitting i don't know if you caught that again more Um, trauma probably blocked it out (laughs) i I don't do spit and it was kind of like you know that scene in the end of the hills um where lauren conrad's mascara is running slowly down her cheek have i ever she she so that's actually just a slow, they slowed it down. So it actually didn't happen mm-hmm. that way, yeah. but they like slowed it down to make, make it more dramatic. I think that's exactly like imperceptibly slightly slower Luke spitting so that you really could like take it in. I, I mean, they're really like feeding it to us. Exactly. Yes. Like there, I feel like Luke is um is a production dream because i also don't oh, think yeah. that there's a lot of work that's going into making him do all these things where oh, like gosh, with like I... olivia caridi or um demi or like any of like their villains you can you know that there's so much time where like they take olivia caridi aside and they convince her to cause all this turmoil and all this drama and like corinne and that kind of stuff like mm-hmm. they really get in her head or like get in their head and like manipulate things to have the person act this way i think that like the production's just like going on a ride this season like for sure no i literally wrote down i honestly don't know how they get luke to say such creepy and intense things like i think it just comes out of him i don't really think they have to edit him that Mm -hmm. hard or produce him that hard yeah Uh, he's their dream i know he is but anyway yes i'm not a good sports commentator um especially when i don't know what game they're playing um, but I do know that there was like a ball tossed to and from, to and fro on the field. Um, there was lots of, uh, I don't know, like there was lots of body contact um, when making these type of maneuvers with the ball. Um, and then suddenly like someone dislocates their shoulder. Kevin needs an ambulance. Um, okay. He looked hot in that ambulance when they cut open his shirt and he just had like one shoulder out. I was like, okay, that's a look. I'm into it. I'll have to rewatch because I'm i don't i don't know where it, that came from because but i'm not even i'm not into like yeah, grunty I'm, dudes but yeah. and i'm like not into him that much but um he I just think, had a moment like the lighting yeah. in the ambulance was extra good or something i think one of the problems with this season is that there are clear front runners but not a clear front runner where like i know who the top six is going to be you know like in my mind unless like maybe there's one or two curveballs but like I know in my mind who the top six is going to be. And those are like the people that I'm like focusing on. So, so then we have all these throwaway characters where normally at the season, there's one front runner where you're like, I bet you they're going to pick this one. I bet you this person's going to be runner up. But then you're just trying to fill in all the other blanks, you know? With this I one, don't know with this because one, that's okay. not how I live my life. You know way better than I do. Well, <laughs> if anybody else like can get with me on this. But, like, there's so many throwaway people on here. Like, if she had to cut eight people tomorrow, I'd say, okay, I didn't invest in any of those people anyway because we all, we've always known who your top six is going to be. And those are the people that we've given screen time to that we've invest, invested in. Kevin, who dislocated his shoulder. I mean, bummer. That hurts. Okay. Sorry, man. But, like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. So when I saw him... And I'm like, okay, a man in the ambulance. I just kind of like glazed over it. And I just let my mind go on autopilot and prepare like, myself Kevin. for the mm-hmm. Luke P and Luke S, whatever mm. happened. Yeah. So I'm a horrible Bachelor commentator. And at this point in time, I was breastfeeding a child. So I wasn't able to take notes and I was kind of distracted a little bit. But so Luke P and Luke S tackled each other. Honestly, it seemed kind of fine for the game. I didn't see um, it seemed too wild. out of... So usually the tackling happens when the ball is near one of the people. And it oh, seemed there was clear no ball present? that the ball was not anywhere near. I think Luke S is the one who got tackled, right? The, the last so initial think, is getting me. I think that first Luke S, because Luke S is not the villain guy. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Luke S was coming at Luke P in an aggressive manner. This is Luke oh. P's whatever. So there was a tackling. And... I do 
think in rugby that there are people, yeah, just like in football, you're keeping people away from the ball by any means necessary. So even if you're not holding the ball, there's still like some physical contact. And I, I don't want to sound like a Luke P. apologist. I'm really not. But like for the actual altercation, it seemed kind of like par for the course. It seemed a little extreme, but like not unheard of. If you're so afraid of these things happening, don't play rugby. Um, yeah, I, I it didn't see anything like a low too blow. Wild. Yeah, like it was unnecessary, and that it Luke S should have been able to shake it off yeah. in five to ten minutes is is what it looked mm-hmm. like from. But now, I think I he was pretty uh, manipulated by production one hundred percent. But also, if you get need in the head, I'd be pissed. Yeah, and we didn't see that. So if you know that there's a guy who's like taking out his aggression on you and he's emotionally unhinged, mm-hmm. I would feel unsettled too. Yeah. Um, so it may not have started, you know, you, he probably said like a flicker of crazy and it freaked him out. Yeah. And, but like also Luke P did apologize like twice. Like we see him on camera twice going up to him before there's even an issue and says like, Hey, sorry about that back there. And then Lucas is like, no, that's not fine. Like you better be. Sorry. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. And then, then Luke goes and talks. Luke S goes and talks to the other guys, and starts like this mutiny against Luke P. Again, I'm not a Luke P. apologist. He's crazy. He shouldn't be on the show anywhere near Hannah. He should go figure something out. But um, it seemed like making a mountain out of a anthill. Um, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. So, um, side note: when all the cast bio pictures came out, everybody was like. Lucas looks like Nick Vial, and I never saw it like until this episode. Really? But that's an insult to Nick. I think that Nick is like very handsome. Um, I agree. I I don't think um, Lucas is handsome as Nick. Yeah, but they do look similar to each other. Yes. Um, like I always thought they had like more Luke Pell in him, but that's also an, an hmm. insult to Luke Pell. Anyway. <laughs> I never saw. I don't like Lucas, and I don't want to look at him anymore. Um. Anyway, <laughs> cocktail party time. Hannah's outfit. Amazing. Powerful. Breathtaking. Never been done before. <laughs> Incredible. Do you remember what she was wearing? I don't. Michelle, she was wearing a loose pair of silver pants with a matching blazer that was buttoned with a deep v and no bra on okay she looked incredible she her I feel fashion like choices always have been so yes. good yeah she always looks incredible and very fashion forward mm-hmm. like there's not a lot of like the only other person i did remember this the only other person that i know that can pull off a look like that without looking slutty is kendall jenner I, was, I thought you were about to say Casey Musgraves, and I was like, yes, I agree. <laughs> um, but I just noticed it because yeah, I watched and, an episode of Family Feud with Kendall Jenner in it oh, yesterday, yeah. and she was wearing a very deep V blazer with no bra and, like, a bunch of necklaces. And, like, I am a larger-chested woman and could never, yeah, would I can, never. Yeah, I watch these things, and I'm very jealous. So I'm like, okay, my boobs are down to my elbows <laughs> at this point. Like, I've had two children. Like, I, could, I could never. Um, anyway, so... Hannah's is in her beautiful outfit and she steals Luke P first. Um, Hannah is concerned and skeptical about Luke. Luke tells Hannah um, that he has red flags about Luke S because he only talks about his liquor company, which was something that I didn't know that Luke S had. But the kicker was when Luke P told Hannah that he's like, he never talks about you. He only talks about his liquor company. And that was a great way to manipulate it for Luke uh, like on Luke's P part, like I'll give him credit as a villain to say like, here's an example. He does not talk about you at the house. He only talks about a possible wrong reason why he's here. Right. Yeah. Just planting a seed of doubt that's not yes. actually that, verifiable. That shook her up a lot. You know, which it shook her up more than I feel like it should have, and it's only I feel like because feel she like has it, such a strong connection to him. I well, no, because I feel mm-hmm. like it would have shaken her up more. I was surprised by how much it shook her up because she doesn't really care about Lucas. You know? I was surprised that it shook her up because I guess I don't I don't know that and and this this is me clouded by like my husband doesn't talk about himself 
or like his feelings very often. Mm -hmm. So the fact that he's not talking about me doesn't mean that I'm not important to him. And so it seems weird. Like, I guess she's the one thing they all have in common. So if he weren't talking about her, that might be weird. But I guess I still, I still don't really see that as like a huge red flag. If he was saying, you know, not good mm-hmm. things about her, or that he wasn't. But I mean, her, imagine this was flag. like Peter; she'd be catatonic. Like she would be. You think? Yeah. Like a guy that you're she probably was, right. A guy that she was actually into, because I mean, like she doesn't know Lucas from Adam, right? Like we <laughs> haven't true. we haven't seen any connection with them. Like they don't hang out. They haven't showed us any footage. Their talks. Like I wrote this in my notes because she goes and she grabs Lucas. And it's um, it's very clear immediately, like, their body language. He's sitting up, like, straight. She's sitting, mm-hmm. like, a little bit further away from him. And it's a very, like, like a teacher-student type body language. You're um, right. And, yeah. I don't know. And then, of course, this is another one of those things where you never know if it's, like, production trying to leave something to the imagination. But I feel like if there was this physical altercation, as Luke S. is describing it, we would have seen it. They have it on camera. There's no way that <laughs> they don't have it on camera. There's no way that they didn't have one cameraman whose sole job it was the whole day to follow Luke P at whatever cost. But it is not in the Bachelor producers' like history for them to give us the full truth. Like yeah, part of so it is that they I'm want saying. us to. It guess might be production. Too. Yeah. So like yeah. maybe they're leaving it up like to our imagination. But like I don't know. I feel like they could have kept replaying that clip over and over and over and over again of like someone getting need in the face they could have used that clip so much and that would have like been such a bigger payoff for them than um than whatever whatever I'm see saying. i don't i think the 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 question of who's telling the truth has been a big one for me in this whole season so yeah. far because there's been a couple of other things mm-hmm. like how they didn't give the cam's full sob story yeah and like the pity rose and yeah, like we didn't hear what the actual truth was. We just heard little bits and pieces. Basically, from Hannah's perspective, how should she know what's right? Because we don't know what's right. So we can't point at her and say, you're so stupid. How do you not know this? Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know, just like she doesn't know. Exactly. I don't know. I, I think it's like a, it's like a, like they want us to guess and figure out whose side we're on, even though, because this one was an interesting one because I felt like it showed colors of Lucas that I was like, uh. Mm-hmm. Not into that. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, what, um, the benefit of, like, I don't know. There's, like, some guys where Hannah, like, actually has an interest in them. And they can go and they could talk to her about house drama and Hannah's, like, actually interested. But then there's guys uh-huh. like Lucas <laughs> where, like, she does not care about Lucas. Yeah. And then her only interactions with him are about other guys in the house. Like, mm-hmm. okay, like, she's just going to cut him. But anyway. Yes, um, yes. Hannah then has some time with Dustin, and Dustin says that Luke P was bullying and engaged in rough play. Um, Mike G or Mike Mike J, who was wearing a great outfit, by the way, I loved. He was wearing um, kind of like this burnt orange shirt, which is normally not a color that I care for, um, but maybe just like with his skin, like it looked really good. He's like wearing like a burnt orangey copper shirt um, with like a high neck. Um, and like button down. I don't know. It looked it looked really good. Um. Anyway, he tells her of that. Luke said last week that he was going to leave and blah 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 blah. Mateo tells her that no one gets along with him. Um. Just same old, same old. And then Garrett confronts Luke, and actually, like all of the boys kind of jump in and like confront Luke at that time. But like at this point, I'm just like tired of talking about the details of like what did or did not happen. Like she's gonna keep. We know what's gonna happen next episode. Lucas is going, or maybe he'll stay for one more episode. Luke P stays. Luke P's one-on-one is on the horizon. We know that it's going to happen. Um, but what was interesting was Luke did kind of get caught up in, like, a lie, Luke P, because Garrett called him out, and then Luke was like, I don't remember the details, and then he said the details. <laughs> yeah. And then also interesting to note, at this point, Kevin came back with, like, his cast on, and it looked like a horrible job. Like, like they, he, he had his arm in a sling and then, like, some pieces of what looked like masking tape draped around his chest. Um, and I saw, I think it was in a Facebook group, there's, like, people that worked at that hospital 
And they're like, production had to make him look like that. Like, we would never, we would never, <laughs> like, I, we must, like, exonerate ourselves. This is not our work. Um, because it looked, it looked messy. Like, it was not good. Anyway, um, Garrett and Hannah have some time together. I think Garrett is a sleeper hit. They need a one-on-one um, top six potential. Congratulations. Yeah, he did a good job not bringing up Luke. Yeah. Like that was a that that's was all a baller move. Anybody needed to do that night. Yeah. Yeah. Just not bring up Luke. Um and then Luke and Lucas for some reason are left alone together. And then Lucas <laughs> says Okay, no, can I can we stop on that for one second? Yeah. Because when all the dudes are in the room, Luke S is sitting on the same side of the room as Luke P. But then we watch these guys get up oh, one yeah, by one and there's a quick out. cut. Yeah, and then there's a quick cut, and suddenly Luke S. is on the opposite side of the bench. So, I'm sorry, producers. Like, I know what you did. I was born on a day, but it wasn't yesterday. Uh, am I right? <laughs> um, anyway, but then Luke S. says, you know everyone here knows you're nuts, right? How do you feel about that? <laughs> like, what a little B-word. I'm sorry, again, not a Luke P. apologist, but, like, how are you going to just sit there and be like, you know everyone knows you're nuts, right? How do you feel about that? Like, okay. Yeah, he was having a little bit of an emotional meltdown, too. Yeah. Like, I would not want to be stuck in a house with someone who made me feel that unsafe. And I truly mm-hmm. think Luke P makes him feel unsafe. Yeah. But I, that's, you in my gotta notes, In my notes chill. right here, in all caps, I wrote, okay, so Luke P, or Luke S is a little B word. Like, Luke P <laughs> sucks, but Luke S is loving this so much. What a B word. Yes. All right, anyway, yeah. it's time for Hannah and the love of my life, Peter, to have some one-on-one time. They're cute. <laughs> He is Ben Higgins. I can see him being our next Bachelor. Oof. I think that's it. I think he's got to be our next Batch. Um, you don't want him for Hannah? I just don't think it's going to happen. Okay. I don't know. Um, But she gives Garrett the rose. Next day, they're at a marina. Um, Hannah is struggling with her emotions because she's so conflicted about Luke. And she says something that's very shocking that they normally don't give away at this point. She says that she's still the most interested in Luke. How is that possible? Mm-hmm. She's had an amazing date with Jed. She just made out so much with Peter. Did you see... Okay, here's here's what... Because I've dated a guy that reminds me a lot of Luke P, which is why I'm like... I rarely see red flags like this. Mm-hmm. And obviously they've been feeding them to me yeah. by hand. But But even at the very beginning, like... He is, he was very emotionally vulnerable. He was, he was very sincere about how much he liked her. I I don't think he was lying. He was intense and crazy, but Mm -hmm. I I think he was sincere and they had extreme physical chemistry. So all of her feelings and memories of him are of him telling her how he feels, making her feel wanted and special, and then having this strong physical connection. So they they may not have actually like when you get down to it you get off the show they they probably don't have that much to talk about but for right now all of those like really important fun feelings are really strong yeah. and she hasn't had the opportunity to have that with anyone else because no one else has said hey by the way I'm obsessed with you I think you're perfect I think you're wonderful I think we could you know spend Except our lives together Peter. I feel like Peter kind of gave her a little bit of that with the girlfriend thing um, oh yeah later oh, that, in the was episode. So that was an cute. amazing move that Peter. was so cute that was I also so good. think the other guy who left her a bunch of notes when she was sick. Yeah. Connor. Like, I also think that was, that was like yeah. a plus work. And I think all of Tyler's date. So let's just hop into that. Um, I don't know how I'm going to talk about Tyler <laughs> without just like letting my eyes like glaze over and just like my heart swell. And like, okay. I'm distracted by how attracted I am to him. He is. <laughs> You look at him and you hear him talk and everyone, I bet you he gets misjudged all the time. I mean, the first episode I was like, what a ditz, you know, like he, um, like you probably just think that he's some Southern bro, um, kind of dumb. He's a model. Like you're sure that he's probably a model, you know, mm-hmm. but like he's smart. He has his MBA he was on Instagram um, a couple days ago doing, like, a one of those question things on Instagram. And someone asked him, like, the latest book that he, like, read and liked or some kind of question like that. 
and instead of like something dumb he said that he was like reading a book about the holocaust he said that he was reading what was it the tattooist of of auschwitz hmm yeah he's smart did you know that he played for the nfl they don't even talk about that well it says i just looked up his bio and Mm. it says that he was drafted but he didn't play because of his shoulder so and i was just listening to a different podcast they said that he wasn't drafted but he was and i know nothing about sports but i guess there's a distinction (laughs) so he wasn't drafted but after the draft they picked him and they signed him as a free agent and then he played for the ravens um but then yeah like didn't like get like much play but was talented enough like to make it to the nfl Mm -hmm. how can a man be so handsome I don't think he's a douchebag. I haven't got any, like, douchebag, like, feelings from him once he actually, like, opens up his mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, everything he says is so sincere. He's smart. I feel like every time he's been faced with conflict in the house, he's great. Have I ever been in love with a man in my whole life? Like, as much as Tyler C. <laughs> and my, my dear, sweet husband. But, um... <laughs> and, like, John Mayer. But, like, I don't... <laughs> Tyler C. I just, my heart. Oh my goodness. Okay, so this was a perfect date. My smile was beaming. My skin was gleaming this whole this whole time. <laughs> um, she's not up for the date with Tyler C. Though, and also, can he be Tyler now? We sent the other Tyler home, right? There's only, yeah. He he is the Tyler. Yeah. Um, but poor Tyler comes up and Hannah is crying. He he handles it great i love him he says it's a beautiful day but it has nothing on you though is he like out of a netflix original movie or something <laughs> like is, is that something that uh peter kavinsky said in to all the boys i love before i think it is yeah one thing that i like what i loved about this is that it's early on in the season you usually don't see these emotional cracks until later down the road mm. in in the lead in the bachelor or the bachelorette and my I don't know in my memory um but what I really like about this is that she's setting up all of these dates not all of them but many of these dates to not be like I guess I always look at the the relationships that happen on The Bachelor and they go on these fantastic expensive someone else planned them gorgeous Mm -hmm. out of this world dates which like you you can have a good time with almost anyone yeah in those circumstances and it's really easy to foster love if you've got those like adventurous loving romantic feelings but she's setting them up for like hey this is real. This is who I am. And he kind of made a comment about like, I want you at your highs and your mm-hmm. lows. And I guess he literally said everything like so perfect where if he wasn't such a genuine guy, we'd say like, okay, come on. Like he's yeah. so scripted. He's saying everything he wants her to hear. I believe every word that comes out of his mouth. I love, love him. him so much. I love him. Like, I don't, I don't know what it is. Like I, this is horrible. Alex, I love you too. Husband, <laughs> man, I'm married to man. That is the father of two of my gorgeous children. I love him too, but Tyler C. No, just kidding. Not there's no but. But I mean, like, <laughs> no. I just really appreciate it. I can't that even. She's had the She's she's had the opportunity to be mm-hmm. not perfect, and she's really like she is holding up to not being perfect, and yeah. not in a in a weird, crazy way. Like she's not actually showing any flaws, which I think was my only like argument of like your highs and your lows or your your good times. I don't know what what he said, mm-hmm. but I was like. Crying is not a problem. Being yeah. upset is not a problem. It is It is a feeling. It's an emotion. It's natural. And it's like, it should not be like, oh, this put a damper on our thing. Like, it actually has gave them the opportunity to become closer because he was able to, like, comfort her. And then they had a great time. And she felt like, okay, he's accepting me for who I am. And he's like, oh, she's so adorable. I can protect her. You know um, what his arc reminds me of? Hmm. And. I know that you're not enjoying all my Bachelor cast member throwbacks, but Dean, (laughs) Dean from Rachel's season. Yes, yes. We saw him on After the Final Rose, and we're like, who's this douchebag? Like, who's this guy? Like, she's going to cut him immediately. So handsome. And then, like, then we actually get to know him, and he just contains multitudes. And, like, I don't know. It's the date night portion, and he's, like, talking about his pops. He calls his dad pops casually (laughs) in a way where, like, I'm not thinking, like, Oh, he just, like, put it on. like Right, he thinks that's I, funny. He genuinely calls his dad Pops. I mean, can I be more endeared with this man? <laughs> and so, obviously, he gets a rose because Hannah has, like, a brain cell and, like, knows that, like, he's perfect. <laughs> um, they go to a concert by Jake freaking Owen. I can't believe that they got Jake Owen. 
How much did they have to pay to get Jake Owen? I'm totally I kidding. I do not know who this man is. Oh my god! I'm, like, I'm embarrassed. I have no idea who Jake I've Owen is. I've never heard of him. I re- you, you sold that seemed, so good. He seemed so excited. Tyler seemed excited. And like the other oh like people gosh. in the audience, like they seemed excited. I was just like, am I supposed to know? Am I supposed to know oh. who Jake Owen is? No, it's it's always like that. It's always some weird. Yeah. Except like, for last week, they had musician. they had Lucas Graham. Oh yeah, and that's a, oh yeah, that's a person that's had a top ten hit in the last five years. Very <laughs> impressive for the Bachelor. It is. It's so funny because these musicians are actually they are excellent. They've not had one bad musician on the show, but it is funny that they make it out like we should know who they are, or that you know they explain yeah. their name like this exciting person. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, here's your five moments on The Bachelor. Yeah. Like, enjoy your sunshine. I, but also, what was cute was the infamous Jake Owen was, like, looking on, <laughs> like, enamor- enamored with their love. Like, he was, like, impressed. He was like, what's happening? Like, when they started making out, like, his eyebrows <laughs> went up. Um, but another another sign that Tyler is going to go far, other than, like, the fact that he's perfect, is um, they showed the whole dance, which they mm. rarely ever do. But anyway, cocktail party time. I'm just going to breeze through this because we've been having too much fun. Hannah and Peter, <laughs> they have some time together, but Peter is wearing a horrible pink shirt, which is kind of a bummer. <laughs> and then Peter asks Hannah to be his girlfriend, and Ugh. that that was the cutest. That was also out the of a Netflix, cutest Netflix thing. original. Mm. And even how he played it off, he's like, and I'll let you date 14 other men. Like, Yeah, so cute. yeah he was like, I'm not being possessive. This is not weird. I just want you to be my girlfriend. Yeah, like I thought. That was like the cutest ever. Um, uh, Mike J uh, says that Hannah can be his fourth and last queen. I gotta Ugh. say, everyone loves Mike J. I'm not on the Mike J train. Okay, I, I actually do him. love him, but that was not that was a yeah. big X for me. I appreciate Mm-mm. him in the house. I appreciate him as a person. I think that he's going to kill it on Paradise. I don't want him to be my bachelor. <laughs> I do believe, like, not to get, like, political or whatever, but, like, of course it's time for, like, a person of color to be the bachelor. Of course. That's way overdue. Like, that needs to happen. But I just want to be invested in that person's personality as well, you know? And okay, on not... this topic. Don't on this topic. Kid. Yes, I agree. I want them I, to bring Eric this... bigger. Bring me Eric bigger. <laughs> Yes, I don't, I've only um, been begging for three years. Anyway, okay, continue. They did a they did a commercial which you probably didn't see on Hulu that had Ashley I and Jared in a hot tub with the two stars of Always Be My Maybe, mm-hmm. um, who are Asian, and they made this one joke at the end where he was like, they they asked the guy, would you like, how would you do on the or like, what would be your thing if you were on The Bachelor? And he was like, I would be the Asian one, and it was like the funniest thing. True. Anyway. Yeah, yeah it just was it was actually like a really good commercial and I was very proud of Ashley I because she came off really natural as compared to like Rachel has done some commercials recently for like dog food and it it's just very like she's she's not an actress she's wonderful and a good spokesperson and very well-spoken so it's not bad yeah. but like Ashley just killed it in this one I, Ashley, of her. like I don't think anyone could ever imagine like the arc that she's had. Oh, she is a hustler. She's she doing had, good. She, I, I don't think I could name a, a harder working influencer. No, no, no. She's yeah. gotten literally every company in the world to sponsor her wedding. Yeah. Literally every one of them. I can't wait to see it. Anyway, at this point in my notes, I was nursing and, um, <laughs> all right. Hi guys. It's Mary. Okay. I'm so sorry. Something happened like while we were recording you probably just heard like a beep a second ago um and like the recorder turned off and then we re- i turned it back on and for some reason it like didn't grab my audio it just grabbed michelle's so i'm just going to finish this out i'm so sorry michelle i'll like text you and i'll tell you before you're listening to this that this happened but i mean we basically went over it all right we're all annoyed with luke both lukes we don't want this drama anymore right um and we all know what's going to end up happening Luke P is going to stay for a couple more weeks. He'll get a one-on-one. Lucas has one more week in him, left in him, maybe based on drama. It depends on how disturbed Hannah is about the tequila business thing. So and like so that's how this is all gonna resolve, you know? Um I wish I remembered exactly what we were talking about before this all cut off, but 
I'll just leave you with my top four, which also happens to be Michelle's top four. I How I think this is going to shake out is I think it's going to be Connor, number four. Peter, number three. Jed, number two. Tyler C is going to win. That's my top four. I'm calling it. I stand by it. And that's it. That's all I got to say. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to today's episode, to today's episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. Don't forget, we're going to do that special little Big Little Lies 2 thing um, on Sunday night. Um, and I'm very excited about it because if you haven't ever talked to me ever, um, I'm very into Big Little Lies. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for listening. Make sure to go follow Michelle um, at, um, at Honeymoon Always on Instagram. Her and her husband like run like such a cute like travel blog. I love it. Um, and they really do have like good tips. And they travel to places where like I would never like think of traveling to like on like a vacation and then like every time they post something I'm like wait I do want to go to Brazil and I mean I should go to Brazil like my husband like served his mission there um I don't know why I threw that in there but like they post these things and I'm like actually convinced so everybody should go follow them make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram at I just want chat podcast follow me on Twitter at Mary person and please 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 do yourself a favor and join our Facebook group we are having so much fun on there so just search I just want to chat and then add yourself to the group. I'll let you in and then come join and chat with us. It is so much fun. And everybody, thank you so much for listening today. Sorry for all the technical difficulties, but I'm getting this podcast up before six o'clock uh, mountain time. So pretty impressive um, based on my standards. So have a good day. Love you all. Bye.